Hey guys, it's D, and I usually don't start my uh, thingies with content warnings, but here we are. In the second half of the eclipse, which we're talking about Berserk today, there's a rape scene, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I'm not going to try to dwell on it just because, you know, Jesus Christ. So I just want to get that out the way up front so you know. If you've watched Berserk and you're familiar with the Golden Arc already, then you know that. But you can see why I needed to take a little bit of a break and take a th the deepest breath imaginable and then come into this when it starts off all of our friends are still alive and have all their limbs that's fantastic Casca takes command even here in in i guess interdimensional eclipse hell she like snaps the troops to attention is like all right we need to fucking form up we need to have a plan and i was like yo Casca, why did they want any other commander of this group think about like guts's command for a second and think how fucking sloppy and just i'm gonna run at things on my sword and I move the onions to one side of the cutting board guts was and then you look at Casca, and she is ready to fucking go. Yeah, she learned from Griffith, probably. Griffith straight up said he sacrifices these people. He wasn't looking at all of them when he said it. He looked at Guts, and he was probably just thinking about Guts, but he had to understand what he had to do in order to get where he had to go. That We have this long like journey inside of Griffith's head, of him as a child, and hearing from this old woman, you have to fucking make sacrifices in order to get where you have to go. And they showed him a pile of bodies. And they were like, see this pile of bodies? This is the amount of bodies you built up to use as cobblestones in your road toward the kingdom. Look at how far you have to left to go. You know what, what we need? More cobblestones. So Griffith absolutely understands what he's doing. But like I said before, maybe at that time, in that moment, all he saw was guts and was like, that's the motherfucker right there. Who knows if he regretted it later? He became, you know super duper evil so who cares in the manga i think or in the uh i think in the show a little bit in the older show we kind of do all this like he talks to the idea of evil i'm not sure if he talked to him here or if he talked to him later on i can't even remember where i even saw the idea of evil situation i've never read the manga but i've watched videos about it i like that conversation a little bit better it's a lot it's very evangelion-esque it's visuals so i can see why they didn't do that here in the show if that in fact happens during the eclipse and not after it like i'm thinking and we get to see the idea of evil which is god question mark and also the devil question mark it's unspecific griffith's entire group of friends is doing a really good job dispatching a shit ton of these demons not not corcus corcus is a, is a fucking coward and he dies everybody else is doing a good job killing demons and i'm thinking these demons that they're killing i don't know that kind of makes up for the fact that they should be cobblestones like based on the fact that they were they were able to kill like a shit ton of demons I think that those demons should be the cobblestones that replace them. Like, hey, if you kill five demons, you earn a spot in my super army. That's what I would do if I was Griffith, you know? Because you need allies. But then Griffith's like, I don't need nobody. And he feels like no, nobody can be his equal unless they have a goal in, in their dream. And it's like, well, fucking Casca has one. What did you do to her? What was he going to do? You know, after that whole situation went down, what was he going to do to Casca? Because he didn't look like he was going to kill her. Look at like the eclipse was over. Or it was at least coming to an end. He may have, like, turned her into, like, I don't know, his demon bride or something. He just seemed to want to torture Guts. But we're getting a little too far ahead of ourselves. Griffith has a special bailet. And his bailet means is the egg of the king that means that he's ready to become one of the boys he's not just going to become i'm assuming zod used to be a regular dude who got a different bailet at one point because there are different bailets there's not just one um, and i guess that's how you become a badass demon knight which sucks because i mean i'm sure like guts could probably become a pretty cool demon knight you know you need allies i bet Costco could become a badass demon knight you saw how her like command whipped through that army as soon as this stuff ha started happening i was like i want to go back to the golden age thank you please i'm ready to turn back the hands of time I'm ready to uh, forgive you, Griffith, if you just make everything the way it was. Just use your new cool demon powers to reverse time. I don't know if I'll forgive you. I take that back. But I'll be a little less mad. Nope.
Age of Darkness? Okay, all right, that's cool. That's cool too, Griffith, that's fine. Fuck you for breaking the hearts of your men who were in love with you. Not just Guts and Casca, the whole army. So we, like I said before, we see Zod and the Skull Knight having a badass battle outside of the Eclipse area, the designated Eclipse area. Outside of it, because he was late to class this morning, is our boy Rickard, who doesn't get disemboweled. Thank God. He's um stuck outside wondering what the fuck's going on. Wasn't the teacher in the class supposed to be here? Oh God, I need to, I need a chaperone. And I, I'm guessing Miro's like, look, okay, I'm gonna do some really despicable shit, but I can't disembowel a child. Oh, jeez. It's like, you kind of already did with that one boy that fucked Griffith up forever. Like, Griffith has, like, a monologue with himself about that. Like, pretty much what this is, this cobblestone speech and stuff, feels like it's cleansing him of his goodness and his morality. And it's telling him, hey, did you feel bad about that kid? Don't. He's a cobblestone. That's what you gotta do to get to where you gotta go, boo. This is the sacrifices you gotta make. Because, yeah, you, in real life, you can kind of see that. Again, if you go to the analogy that I had before of, like, the Berserk was just a show about business. You have to walk all over people to get where you gotta go. Like, look at how many businessmen, like, are ruthless. They tell you you have to be a ruthless and you have to fucking take no prisoners and shit in business. Step all over your people. I want to be made partner, so I gotta betray my friend. Fuck it. You know, if I want to be the CEO or whatever, I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta make the hard decisions. You know what? Business is getting hard. I gotta make some layoffs is what this is, is has happening here. He's like, all right, who am I gonna lay off? Everybody. I need to downsize the business in order to ma maximize profits. All y'all motherfuckers who are demanding more pay because you're skilled, gotta go. Gotta go. And I'm gonna hire on a new staff of motherfuckers who will work for practically nothing so I can get more money. And oh, unions, we're gonna take that union shit. We're gonna throw that shit out the window. We're not about that shit here. Welcome to hell, y'all. I would love to write a treatment for Netflix. Netflix, call me. We can work something out. Think about your prime demographic on Netflix. People just sit there and turn an office on and go about the rest of their day and just have the office in the background. My brother does that. Like, he's on stuff, and then in the background, it's just the office. He will fall asleep to the office. He will wake up to the office because the office has not stopped playing. You know, you're also making anime Netflix happen with your, you know, Seven Daily Sins and all this other stuff. Great. You made a live-action Death Note movie that nobody wanted. I could fuse those things together for you. Back to the show proper and not just my dreams of, of writing for Netflix. Corcus falls for the easiest trick in the goddamn book. He's like, oh, a sexy lady. Fuck it. Corcus, have you not watched Devil Man? There was a woman whose boobs had mouths. And even in Devil Man Crybaby, the boob mouth demon is in that one too. Only she has Ren and Stimpy type cartoon demon tits that just kind of stretch off her body and do whatever they want. And I don't care. I did not care. He was the one I didn't care about the most. Well, even watching regular grunts of Griffith's army made me sad because just, you know, a few hours ago they were talking about how much they love Griffith and I was like, yeah, and what they did to save him, you know? I even cared about those guys, but, but uh, Corcus, go fuck yourself. Judo's like, fuck this, we're getting out of here. You know what? Judo, thief of my heart again, steals it and runs off into the night with Casca on one of these horses. Also, the horses must, must count for something as far as cobblestones, Griffith. They don't have to be all your fucking friends. But I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about those demons that were at the eclipse. Are those all also sacrifices? Are we going to get to a world where we see, like, a Pippin demon? That'll be fucked up, now that I think about it. That'll be real fucked up. Or do you have to have one of those lesser bailets in order to become one of those guys? And I don't know all the rules yet. So, yeah, Judo is like, fuck this, we're getting out of here. And Judo saves Casca. It's just bolting. And she's like, no, go back. We have to go back and save the others. And Judo's like, sorry, that's not going to happen, fam. He wants to tell her he loves her but can't he his last words are actually a conversation starter and it's like you know we do not have time to have this deep heartfelt discussion 
you are dying. You are bleeding out. She holds his hand. She holds Judah's hand for a long time. It probably did not help her situation once the demons came for her. The sunshine of my life, Judo, is dead and it fucking broke me into a billion pieces when I originally watched this. It made me sad again because I had to fall in love with Judo again and then watch him die again. By the way, Guts is, is killing. He had like a little, he had like a short sword and he was killing a bunch of demons and like every time he fell off the, the hand, he would like plunge an, a, a sharp weapon into it and then use it to climb back up to Griffith to save him. Griffith, you asshole. He's trying to save you this whole time. This whole time. But Griffith is so far fucking gone that he doesn't care. It breaks your heart again to just watch this dude go through all of this to save the guy that's gonna fucking betray him in like in two minutes. So I'm sure if Gus got Griffith out of the situation, cut off one of those fingers, grabbed him, ran out of the eclipse with Casca in tow. Or, you know, Gus is a little slow on the uptake. He probably wouldn't have understood what was happening. And also Griffith would probably try to kill him again because you took me away from the power, you motherfucker. Griffith's whole thing is like he's not just, it's not just that he wants to be powerful and he wants to be king. He he wants to be a able-bodied person again. This is his chance to do it. So I guess he's going to sacrifice guts to be able to get that. That's fucked up. This whole thing is fucked up. The eclipse is fucked up. They should just put that on the box. The demons fuck around with guts by, by puppeting Pippin's corpse. And he's like, oh, oh, Guts, it's me, Pippin. Fine. And Guts is like, oh, it's Pippin. He's all right, guys. And then they just rip him apart and go, lol, we were just fucking with you. He's been dead for like 20 minutes. Pippin actually continued to fight to give Casca and Judo a chance to escape. Rest in peace, Pippin. I just learned your name. Femto was born. The hand opens up and Femto comes out. Femto's fucking design, dude, is so good. It reminds me of the good old days of like, gotcha, man. Like this, because I remember mentioning before that it's on the Devil Man tree. And me and my husband talked about the Devil Man family tree a little bit and saying like, Devil Man had a one night stand with Gundam. They created uh, Evangelion, who's has daddy issues now because Gundam doesn't want anything to do with Evangelion. It's like that's not my kid. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't. I don't have a son. And that's that. That's Evangelion. Devilman had a decent relationship with Gotcha Man. It was like, hey, how about some design elements? Femto reminds me a lot of the evil villain from Battle of the Planets or Gotcha Man, and he reminds me of a member of the Gotcha Man force himself. His helmet is bird shaped. And it reminds me of that. And also his wings open up the same way that in Gotcha Man, they fly. His look, his demeanor reminds me of the evil villain who's like this androgynous alien with these big ears and like these made up lips and just the facial structure of that character. It looks like you combined Ace Goodhart with the evil villain from, from Gotcha Man and Femto was born. Can you tell him to try to stall and not get to the Casca scene? The Casca scene happens and it's, it's a little bit more worse than the original animation had it because it's in such good animation. And you get to see stuff like up close. Like Costco's about to be like destroyed by some demons. Femto's like, no, no, no. He does his dirty deeds in front of Guts, who has to sit there and watch. And the demon is trying to make him watch and pierces his eye with his claw. So that's why when you see Guts, he has, only has one eye. To be honest with you, I thought that was kind of weak. I was like, yo, if, if we see Guts with one eye, I want him to lose it in a cooler way. Maybe have Femto himself do it. But I mean, yeah. I mean, he already lost his arm to these fucking shit demons who are trying to make him watch. He kind of made himself lose an arm. He chopped his arm off with the, a broken sword which it's not even that sharp anymore and in the newer animation it's it's pretty disgusting to watch the whole scene is hard to watch especially fucking guts tearing into his own fucking tendons with this sword it was nasty it was graphic it was brutal the whole scene hard to watch if you if you have a way to watch this that you can press a button and go like five seconds in advance just smash that shit smash that shit a few times and i'm just gonna just have somebody fill you in just smash it the skull knight eventually shows up by breaking the fucking sun in half and like riding in there. I don't know how that works logistically. It looks cool as fuck. Also, the whole time Griffith is doing his dirt, he's staring at Guts. Again, the Guts and Costco get rescued by the Skull Knight who Rickard. The Skull Knight looks like he's about to be overwhelmed. And the demons here do not look happy to see him. 
They're like, oh, this motherfucker, you should kill him. So I think that they had a falling out. You could hope that maybe Griffith can have a falling out with them and things can go back to normal, but fuck Griffith. He's a traitor and he's a rapist, so fuck him. As much as I wanted to love him, he just didn't want me to love him. So it's like, fine, I guess. We also see that uh, during the, the fight with Brainiac or whatever, Skull Knight tries to stab him with his sword and the Brainiac guy, the guy that looks like a Mars Attacks alien, has a power to like make portals. So he made him put the sword in a portal and almost come into his own neck. That was pretty dope. Especially the way the portal looked in the new animation. It, it kind of looked like space. That was dope. I really like that. D I didn't like everything else. Everything else was terrible. In a good way, I guess. It was good storytelling, but oh God. They go and he takes them back to their chaperone now, Rickard. Congratulations, Rickard. You're you're a dad. You have to uh, you have to raise these two these two delinquents now. You're in charge because you're the only one that wasn't mentally scarred by th that shit. Merry Christmas. Um, and then at the end of this, they're like, "Welcome to the age of darkness." And I'm like, "Yay!" And they're like, "No, no. And, and we have to watch all of this. Uh, we have to watch more of it." My husband says, "Are you ready to watch more of it?" And I'm like, "No. I'm real sad. I don't know if I could do this." And it's like, oh, "No, it's okay." Guts will probably get his revenge. It'll be great. And it's like, the manga is still going. That has not happened yet. I'm hurting now. I need some time. My loss of judo, I think. I need to mourn. At least for now, we'll jump back into Berserk and go beyond the point of no return next time. But I'm also thinking about watching Demon Slayer because there's a pig man in there that's just dope. And I saw some amazing sakuga of a fight between the main character and the pig man. The animation, the art style is a little like, hmm... It reminds me a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh or something. The art style is very, like, interesting. And I know I'll probably have to watch season and a half to get to Pigman, but I think it might be worth it. <laughs> so maybe we'll jump into Jojo and Demon Hunter. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me and, and helping me cope with the eclipse and the death of my beloved Judo. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Age of Darkness, y'all. Thanks for listening.